my nan, the way she looked at me when I told her I wasn't eating chicken anymore, she... Oh, it was the, de- the death stare, bro. But, you know, some things you, you, you have to unlearn, you know. You know um, what? It's like the same look that my grandma t- gave me when when I said I was cutting down. She was like, oh, so I'm, I don't have to make you salt fish anymore. And I was like, uh, I just paused for a minute and I was like, yeah, hey, you can still make me salt fish. Like, like, you, can, you can still make me yeah, it'd be rude not to, no. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to episode five of Trust Your Journey. This is the podcast by me, Nelson Navarro, where every month I'm diving in with a new guest to learn about their lives and share their stories so you can strengthen and soothe your mind for those tough days ahead. Because trust me, they are a coming. And the question is, will you be prepared? So you're about to hear a conversation between me and the one and only Bobby Brown. He's the artist manager slash representative for two acts. One is Carl Benjamin and the other is Brighton's own Frankie Stewart and Harvey Gunn, both rising beautifully over the last few years. I really recommend checking out their music. Uh, he's a community worker in Brighton. He's got a hand in charitable projects like Audioactive uh, and the Hangleton and Knoll project, um, where he's helping young people in Brighton make music and get productive. Things that I can definitely get behind. Um, if you want to know more about him, you can find his work on Instagram at the New Society with double underscore uh, after at the end. And also, you can hear his radio show on Brighton's platform B 105.5 FM and online. Um, stick around if you're up for a challenge and you fancy your 24 hours of fame because I've got a challenge for you. That's coming at the end of the episode. But for now, sit back and enjoy. What, Bobby? Welcome to the podcast, Maji. Yes, my brother. What's happening? How are you? I'm beautiful, man. I'm, I'm rested after a glorious little bank holiday weekend. Yeah, that's what it's saying, isn't it? Easter just passed, man. Um, yeah? Yeah, it's nice. Nice. Like it. How did you spend it? What did you get up to? I was resting on a Saturday. I played some basketball with my brethren on the Sunday. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. Um, catching up. And my, my best friend's just had a little one, so I got to see the little one as well. No over the weekend. way. That was nice. And then, yeah, Monday was just around the house, mate, you know, getting ready for the week ahead, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. How about you? What'd you go up to? Yeah, rested. Do you know what I mean? I've been skateboarding a lot, so I did a little bit of that over the weekend um, on the Friday nice, and the man. Saturday. That's been really nice, just getting back into something physical, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was watching something the other day, and it was it was saying how different people kind of shed i suppose emotional weight or emotional weight even you know and um there there was like a video just dance and how just some people just need to just shake it out as you know Uh physical expression and just get it physically off their person you know and i feel like i feel you know exercising in any capacity kind of has that benefit i suppose yeah yeah real talk real talk it's very there's something very cathartic do you know what i mean about just moving your body getting a bit of coordination i think sport's really good at that as well to be honest absolutely man you know absolutely yeah, it's a real yeah, blessing I love it's a bit of sport me yeah trust man i mean do you only play basketball do you get into other things as well no i'm into all sorts man i like grew up playing football avid you know football player football fan i love boxing as well i love my tie yeah all of that i was never really a skateboarder to be honest um but i've seen a lot of people getting those um those roller skates out that looks like good Jeez. fun man having a little boogie on it you know what i mean yeah. um, um, that's caught my eye i can't lie i'm a bit curious to how i'd fare with that there uh-huh 
my partner's recently got into that kind of yeah the 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 roller skating energies and it looks it looks fun man i seen the other day it was beautiful i just saw like like 30 40 roller skaters all just in in file like in a parade just like skating down brighton seafront and i was like man this is a beautiful time to be alive <laughs> yeah love it love it love people it. just having fun together and like you know that social aspect that i think a lot of us have been missing recently yeah very much so man and it just looks so free doesn't it you're mm. just kind of gliding i don't know it's mm. just yeah the flow of it i think is yeah it's nice man i love that but yeah, apart from that, no, not not really any other sports, mate. To be honest, yeah, not, not really any others. No. I was never really a sporty. Sport was never really my situation. Do you know what I mean? I was especially yeah. growing up. I was ne- I was very very cat handed. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> very cat handed. Yeah, I get that. It's not for you know. Sports not for everyone. I do. I think you you know, people have got different you know, different gifts and different um, different ways of expressing it. That's like, like what I was saying earlier, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can shake it off through dance, but other people like to, you know, put it into music or something, you yeah, know, for yeah, a creative yeah. outlet. Um doesn't always need to be physical. Yeah, some people like, you know, people write stories or like, uh, I don't know, man, people use their hands. Like, I, all this kind of arts and crafts world is like very, it seems very, it feels very foreign to me. Because uh, mm. I'm not at all the nimble finger guy. Do you know what I mean? Is I, it? <laughs> I can type on a keyboard. I can play some notes on a piano. But it's like when it comes to really like I don't know the sewing and the like the crochets and it. Mm. I just yeah, man. I just, it's just a it's bit never too. Quite nah, I've never. Have you tried that kind of stuff? A little bit, you know. I can't lie. Even last, yeah, last. Was it last year? Yeah, I think it was. Like after the first lockdown. Uh huh. Um, my auntie is quite arty, so yeah. she she was like, "Oh, my friend's putting on this little workshop. Do you want to hang?" I hadn't seen her for ages, so I think I went along with um, my mum and my girlfriend. I think and just like made um, was it like a, a little patch i can't remember what they, i think it's just like a yeah like a crochet patch yeah 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 i don't know man it's supposed to be you know they, everyone's just saying yeah this is like therapeutic and mindful come make a patch now like <laughs> it was i get that it was bro but it's yeah. like you know you're, you're making a patch at the end of the day but i suppose it's just kind of i think the essence of it is like just really being present in the moment uh-huh and very focused on what you're doing right there do you yeah. know what I mean? I yeah, think that yeah, was yeah. the I think that was the the idea behind it. I enjoyed it, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was funny. It's, yeah, man. I, I like. It's kind of like I don't know, like things like yoga and stuff, where it's like everyone in a room and they're kind of all doing the same activity, but it's like you're all kind of like in one area. It's like it's something that always kind of confuses me. It just makes me feel like I'm in a classroom a little bit sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Everyone face the front or like crochet circle but hey man it's, <laughs> mate it's there's loads of wonderful things in this world to try out this is it man this is a world of magical and wondrous mystery yeah yeah, yeah. gotta go explore innit gotta go explore this is it man it's an adventure um, man I've got a couple of icebreakers for you then yes um, go on. I mean we you know we're chatting freely which is is beautiful so it's like these are just kind of these will just augment augment the wonderful yeah. the wonderful yeah, I energies that. I love that um, I love that but so for, so number one and these are kind of standard like I ask everyone who comes on I'm tw- I'm, le- I'm tweaking them as I go so mm-hmm. here's here's the current version um, number one what are your favourite seasonings to cook with what yoy okay it's yeah. just uh, um, <laughs> uh, uh, when you say season are we like is this garlic as well are we you know, you know what? This is a hot topic, all right? This is actually a hot yeah, topic on the, on the yeah, podcast. Does garlic yeah. count as a seasoning? I, I, I believe in it. If you believe in it, I believe in it. All right, cool, because garlic is very much top of the list, my man. Yeah, come on, I mean, I, I love... 
again, I love, we can go two ways here because I'm an, I love my Italian. Do you know oh. what I mean? So we can go, we can go garlic, basil, chili or oregano, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, Them yeah. ways, bit, yeah. bit of pepper, salt and pepper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we can go like jerk, allspice. Um, the pimento there. You know what I'm saying? But the, the thing is, yeah, I don't actually thing. eat meat. So I'm doing, I'm talking like jerk cauliflower. Is, yeah. What do you do like cauliflower bag. wings? Cauliflower wings? Yeah, it's like that sort of vibe, you know, this this become popular since everyone stopped eating meat or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, the jerk cauliflower, boy, bangs. Jeez. Different. Yeah, it bangs. And, and again, like just reminds me of my nan's cooking. You yeah. know, my nan, the way she looked at me when I told her I wasn't eating chicken anymore, she... Oh, the, de- the death there, bro. But you know, some things you you, you have to unlearn. You know. You um, know what? It's like the same look that my grandma t- gave me when when I said I was cutting down. She was like, "Oh, so I'm, I don't have to make you salt fish anymore." And I was like, uh, "I just paused for a minute, and I was like, yeah, hey, you can still make me salt fish.' Like, yeah. like, you can still make me salt fish. Yeah, it'd be rude not to, no. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's probably yeah. I'll either go on the Italian side or all the way on the jerk side. Do you know what I mean? Is that is that your is that your dual heritage then? Is that is that you got Italian not heritage? Not even, bro. Roots? Not even to be honest. My mum's nah. as English as it gets, really. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Jamaican on my dad's side, and I've got a very you know close connection to to that side of my family. You know, my dad and and very much um, rooted in that culture and that heritage. You know, uh-huh. that's that's a really important part of me you know mm. both parts are but mm. um I, f- I feel like more so in my adult years yeah. you know I, I very much recognize who I am and what I stand for and it is reflective in in both sides of my family so yeah it's a beautiful thing man mad mad what's your dad's story as well like how how did he arrive here was he born here already right. or like yeah we can open the my topic dad's for story is mad bro is I don't it? even yeah. know if he'd be comfortable with me with it being it said, like yeah, that, yeah, to yeah. be honest <laughs> um you can skim as much as you need to skim if, if yeah, that's, if that's how it's going it's a very complicated be. story. You know what? I, I've always wanted to make it a film, bro. Yeah, for I've real. It's like wanted, that. Yeah, yeah, for real. It's like that. Um, yeah, it's a deeper one, bro. It's honestly, it's a deeper one, my dad's yeah. story. But he, he was conceived in Jamaica, born born in England. You know? Um I went to Jamaica at 13 to meet my grandfather. Yeah. Incredible, like, moment, like, picturesque moment that is, like, painted into my mind. You Engraved, know, like, yeah. Yeah, it's um, it, but the, the in between of all of that is, is is very complicated, you know. He um, yeah, ex footballer, my dad. Um, yeah, really. Yeah, ex footballer, but he only up until I think about twenty one where he busts his knee. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's one yeah. of them stories. But he he loves football, my dad. But he was you know he was a he was the the golden child. The family say you know he's right, at okay. Chelsea, Southampton. He got a reputation as a footballer. He grew up around like Ian Wright and all of them and Andy Ansa yeah. um, from like SC Dons and and all of them lot, you know, kind of South East London, Lewisham, Deptford, Catford, like there's, okay. a, there's a whole kind of posse of them around there. And then, yeah, he, he met my mum, had me. Uh, eventually they separated. My dad moved to Manchester. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's where that's where he lives now. My, I've got a brother up there, two sisters. Yeah. Whole heap of family up there, you know. Yeah, yeah. Load of family still in Lewisham, Deptford, Catford. Yeah. Um, all my family in Jamaica and then my mum's side, you know. I've got an auntie in Brighton. My mum's in Brighton. Mm. I've got an auntie in Canterbury, you know, like Kentway. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they grew up in Sandhurst, which is like, it's almost by Reading, yeah, I think. Yeah. 
What and what's what's that feel like having like a base of family that's like proper spread far and wide? You know, what's what? How does that feel? It's very interesting. It's something I perhaps have only really recognised the significance of in the last couple of years, I suppose, in that my brother, my sisters speak with a mank accent, a deep mank accent. You know, yeah, I'm Robert, yeah. what's happening? What are you doing? Yeah. Where are you? <laughs> ah, kid, yeah, all right. What's up, what's up, then, mate? You coming up? What, all ah, of that, kid. you know what ah, I mean? They're giving it all of that. Yeah. And then, you know, I've got... <laughs> My my family in London who are just yard, you know, my nan and granddad, like, I've got to tell my granddad to slow down when he's chatting to me because he speaks to me in such a deep, rich Jamaican patois, you know, that I, I sometimes I can't even comprehend, you know. Uh-huh. And um, it, it, it's a beautiful thing. My cousins, you know, South London, like, yeah, it's it's a beautiful thing. I think I'm, I consider myself multicultural, not just in the traditional sense, but also in the British sense in that I... I tap into different aspects of British culture yeah, um, and have an understanding of different aspects of British culture. Yeah. If, forgive me if I'm wrong, you grew up in, you grew up in Brighton. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up. Yeah. I spent most of my time in Brighton and I think from about six, seven, eight, I can't remember exactly. You know, I should yeah, probably yeah. find out because people kind of ask this question more and more frequently at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but um, yeah, I was born in Lewisham, South East London, and then moved to Reading f- for a bit when my mum was at university there. Yeah, yeah. Um, what did she study? Sociology. Yeah, come on. Understanding yeah, yeah, yeah. understanding yeah, the society. Nice subject, isn't it? Yeah. And then eventually, yeah, moved to Brighton around, yeah, like I said, seven, eight, nine, something like that. So yeah, like it's it's I used to go up to Manchester all the time, mm. you know, every kind of school holiday. Um which was incredible. I loved it up there, but also I'm starting to realise it was quite difficult for me to kind of tap into that and then pull away from that. Yeah. You know, being with my dad for kind of two week interims or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like my brother and my sisters who are very much like me and have my same sort of characteristics and energy level and and you know what I mean? We we come from the same place somewhat, you know. Like spiritually Um, sort of thing. Well, very much so, but yeah. Yeah, what was it like? In terms of Brighton, like the kind of base that you had here, like what were the big contrasts that you were noticing, you know, when you go spend some time elsewhere and you're like maybe connected more powerfully to that kind of like deep roots of where you come from. Um, Mm, And then mm, Brighton, you know, I mean, my personal experience of Brighton is like very mixed in the sense of like heritage, you know, especially like being, you know, being a, being a mixed race person, I feel mm, like mm. it's a, it, it can be really good. And then at the same time, it's like lacking. Um, yeah, but that's, that's only I, my I experience, isn't it? If if you're only comparing it to London, which is probably the most highly populated area of Black and Caribbean African people in England, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and 50%. then you're comparing it to Manchester, which you know, in my in my case, is where my family were, my yeah. dad, my brothers, and my sisters. Yeah, and then there's also a higher population of Black, African, and Caribbean people and culture than there is in Brighton yeah you're gonna always feel yeah somewhat lesser of off I suppose right right right, right. but what's been interesting is up in Manchester there's a lot less money a lot less of an economy right it's a lot more poverty a lot more council housing you know but you don't you don't as a child you don't necessarily recognize that because they're so rich in spirit nice and character and yeah. um community 
that you don't realise those things. But when I used to go up there, you 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 know, you're a southern fairy, you're posh, you're mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There's Speak all of that up there. Like, you're, you're soft, you're soft, you you're not tough, what? You're a fairy. <laughs> no, you lot down there, you're soft, you're soft. <laughs> That's what they, they think everyone's soft down here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that that's it's really it's just yeah it's really really interesting, man. Um, again, it's something that I'm I've, I'm have not having to, but I am finding myself with my own mind a lot more. You know, over the last couple lockdowns or whatever, and, and exploring that side, it's been interesting. Man. Mm, mm, calm. I mean, it's it's technically still an icebreaker, but it's you know these are just questions at this point because it's mm, not like mm, we're having mm, any mm. trouble talking here. Um, which I, to be fair, I didn't expect us having any trouble talking. To be honest, yeah, yeah, I know. No, you know we could both chat. Both, <laughs> bro, it's like everyone on this show. It's like, bro, I'm not talking people who are who are short of words here. I'm not. I'm not we're not choosing people who don't don't really have a natter. We're talk, talk, talking to people who, you know, we like to talk. We like to yeah, talk man. anyway. Yeah, man. Um, bucks. Yeah, man. So, what's what's one of your pet peeves? Tell me. Dishonesty. Oh, yo, real, very yeah, real. D- yeah dishonesty man i don't like it bro yeah i don't like it yeah i think honesty is a sign of respect okay yeah you know so i like to be i I try and pride myself with being honest and transparent as much as possible Uh you know and also there's the truth does hurt and sometimes it really pierces in certain instances so you don't always need to tell people what you think about them or do do, 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 do. Do you know what i mean it's not that necessarily but I think in relationships, whether that be romantic relationships, whether that be work working relationships, mm. whether that be friendships, mm. I think honesty is really, really important factor, man. Mad, mad. And when you say when you talk about respect, are you talking about respect to yourself, respect to the other person? Where do, how do you, where do you view that? Yeah, I think both. I yeah. think both. I okay. think self-respect. I think if you have a thought in your mind, but you're um, padlocking your your tongue or whatever, you know, uh-huh. if you're if you're holding your tongue, then you're you're censoring yourself, you know. And censorship's a, is a is a very big subject at the moment, right? Mm. Um, but a lot of people are censoring themselves, you know, and they should, uh, you know, speak the truth even if their voice shakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. Is that something that you did? You have any trouble with that? With with that maybe growing up or like kind nope. of you, you always <laughs> nope. were you always nah, like a, it's bro this it's is how what I feel. used to get me in trouble is it's it what yeah used to get me in trouble bro yeah yeah uh-huh. yeah because I, I never used to hold my tongue I always used to speak my mind yeah um and it wasn't always in the the right circumstances you know whether that be a classroom or to authority or whatever you know yeah 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 what was it like for you in school like were were you sent out at all like were you or were you would you kind of like point things out yeah, but kind of school, get away with school it was difficult for me man yeah. it was a very difficult experience the whole time was that in that was in brighton obviously i'm guessing yeah in brighton yeah i mean even my mum tells me this story that when we were in reading and again i i must have been four or five but i was in the playground with some chalk and i wrote this off <laughs> On the playground floor, <laughs> like, but I don't. I, again, like, people would just think that I'm lying because that's just like such a mad like what. But it's outlandish. No, my mom told me like, no, you like the teachers had to call her in, and I was yeah. like four or five. So I've always had this sort of like, yeah, mad. I don't know what it is, bro, but this disregard for authority or institution or hierarchy, I suppose. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that's that that doesn't surprise me. In fact, in the places that I've met you, for example, um, mm. and the conversations that we've had, do you know what I mean, that's very congruent with my 
experience of you. Do you know what I mean? Someone who's very mm-hmm. much like, look, this is the truth. Like this is, you know, where especially speaking out against um against systems and against like authority figures. Do you know what I mean? Like I know you've been mm-hmm. critical of like things that you don't like, which I respect. I really do like that. I like that in a person. Yeah, and, uh, man. And it's not to say that I'm right as well. <laughs> like mm, mm, mm. I'm willing to to learn and make mistakes and engage with people that disagree with me. Mm, mm, mm. I think that's really important, man. Honestly, man, like I think the more I learn about what being educated really means, the more that I realise that that is the definition of what being educated is. You know, being educated is being able to accept someone else's beliefs without necessarily mm. saying that that person is right or that you are right or that anyone is right and just accept the beliefs and just accept the information and be like, okay, cool. What, you know, investigate this information, you know, let's maybe I'm not right. Maybe you're not right. Maybe none of us are right. Or maybe we're both right, but let's actually have a yeah. dialogue and let's see where it goes. You see what I'm talking about? 100% bro. I think it's, um, it's the sort of space in between reacting <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like for lack of a better way to to put it, but yeah, exploration, yeah. right, of, of concepts and ideas and ideologies, and you know, um, without immediately cancelling it or, uh-huh. or dismissing it, right, or disregarding uh-huh. it. I think it's really in, it's it's interesting because we we seem to be so far away from that in in cultural society at large where if someone says one wrong thing or or makes a mistake which is only human mm. there, there can be an overwhelming um negative response to that you know mm-hmm. um like everyone else is squeaky clean i find it funny man yeah yeah i think a lot of the time we do let our emotions get on top of us maybe do you know what i mean and i think that's it's a real it's a it's like learning to yeah keep your finger off that trigger do you know what i mean keep your finger off that trigger and just learn to just be like, okay, cool. Like what's actually going on here first? I was going to, I wanted to ask you a question, which was like, do you find that mindset useful in your line of work? Cause we haven't really spoken about what you do as a, as a creative, as a, as a person, um, mm-hmm. like in terms of like work and things like that. Do you find that mindset creeping into what you do like on a day to day? Obviously for listeners, like, I mean, I'm going to tell people what you do anyway when at the start, mm-hmm. at the start of the podcast, but... Um, yeah, help me, help me, man, yeah, yeah, I, don't yeah. even, I don't even know how to define myself. But. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> You're going to have to give me some bullet points, bro. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, um, but for example, like, obviously I know you work with artists a lot um, mm-hmm. and you help develop ideas and you're very much a person that is probably in a room where there are lots of ideas flying around, you know, that's probably, that's probably how we first met is, um, audio active. We were, you know, conducting workshops, trying to develop strategies to, to, to change some things in, in our society. And I'm imagining that you find yourself in a lot of rooms where, you know, there are ideas flying around, like for example, managing Frankie and Harvey, a studio environments. I know you worked with, was it disturbing London? You worked with disturbing? Yep. 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 Um, rooms where there are there are conversations going and for example if you're someone that's like I'm honest and also someone who is like I will listen to what you say I just want to you know I want to know what's going on here how does that work out in those kinds of spaces like what do you find yourself doing a lot yeah I think um, yeah in, in those spaces I'll always let my opinion be heard yeah. um, more so I suppose if I agree than if I disagree. I suppose if I disagree, I would I wouldn't make more. I, I, you know, I believe in the democratic process, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> I believe in parliamentary procedure, to, well, you know, for lack of a better term. But <laughs> but um, you know, I won't be the one to. Like, the buck doesn't stop with me. You uh-huh. know, um, 
I think in in the case of artists, the artists should have the final and overriding say. I think artists have to or should have the ability to listen to their team, but hopefully they're they're in a position where they can trust their team, so they trust their judgment, you know, um, and and trust that their their team is wants the wants them to be the best that they can be, right? And and wants to do the best by them, you yeah. know. So yeah, I I think it I I do find navigating those spaces really interesting, and I love throwing myself into those situations where, again more increasingly people might not agree with me yeah 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 yeah. i think i'm finding that a really interesting process and i'm almost seeking out spaces where people disagree with me to Mm. sort of challenge challenge my thinking and my my philosophy perhaps i don't know yeah what's one of those recent things that you've heard someone say and you're just like excuse me come again I don't know. There's this mad guy. I don't know if you've seen him recently. He's like gone viral. This Kevin Samuels guy. No, no, you have to fill me in. So he's a he's a life coach essentially. He's a, like a hitch meets oh, YouTube. Yeah. Okay. okay. So he he gives people life <laughs> advice and I'm relationship interested. advice. You, you got me interested now. You got me interested Bro, where this is going. You'll go you down got... the rabbit hole, the Kevin Samuels <laughs> rabbit hole. I'm telling you. And there's a lot of controversial things that he says, but he also you know he's very sure of what he's saying he's saying disagree with me if you want he's like uh-huh. that's why i'm here and you're there that's why you're watching me that's why you're listening to me right. kind of thing you know right. which is a very american super almost american. arrogant right <laughs> it's so american bro it's the most american thing you've ever seen in your life bro he, he's got like this i don't know like soul like soul just like lounge music like sound bed. yeah and it's just giving people relationship advice right and it's it's hilarious it is hilarious uh, honestly you might have to do another episode just on that bro because he's giving people relationship advice and people who you know perhaps women more so he he started invited onto his show like Uh doing zoom calls and facetimes and that and so it's kind um, of like live situations right yeah 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 and he'll he'll do like Instagram lives and stuff, you know. Um, he's blowing up, bro. You get like ten thousand people in his IG lives. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, he he's doing mad numbers online right now. But uh, yeah, some of the stuff he's saying is like, you know, women need to be this, women need to be that, and uh-huh. and he's talking about um, natural order uh, and like stuff biological like this. differences, sort of thing, like kind of prescriptive views on women and whatnot saying how yeah. how women should be in this society perhaps is that the kind of thing that he's going for yeah 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 and and it's very much challenging my opinion on it yeah. and again i don't agree with everything he says i don't disagree with everything he says so it's one of them he's a very polarizing character right mm. he's he's um He's stirring the pot, uh-huh. shall we say. You know what I'm saying? So, it makes, yeah, check him out, man. Check him out and let me know what you think because there's some mad stuff on there. But some of the videos are like 20 minutes long. Some of them are like three hours long where he's, you know, getting different people on um, mm. at different points. Mm. So, yeah, That's interesting because there's something that I'm always surprised by is like how much humans love controversy, you know, how much we love drama. Mm-hmm. We love being, disag- we love stuff that like either we disagree with or we do agree with, but it's like when it's like safe, do you know what I mean? Like TV shows that like have ridiculous characters and situations or like, you know, like reality, like reality TV, like Jeremy Carr and stuff. We love a bit of that. It's crazy. It's it's crazy. I don't know why, man. I've, I, again, I've, tr- I've really cut down on my kind of, well, on my, um, 
my mainstream screen time i suppose like the the news and like that that kind of sort of programming you know i do like the iplayers and the netflix obviously okay do you know what i mean but yeah, um yeah because yeah, i just found it so like not seeing through it but you know when you can like predict the script my girlfriend's so good at it bro she's yeah. like this is gonna happen next no this is going to happen next. No Do you way. know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It's yeah, so yeah. predictable now. It's formulaic, isn't um, it? So, yeah, I'm yeah. kind of looking for new narratives. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting, actually. Like, obviously, iPlayer, um, iPlayer Netflix, very popular. Do you know what I mean? Very popular. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I like I like this mainstream screen time. I like that, I like that concept. I'm going to, I might nick that. Do you know what I mean? You like, know what it is, bro? I read a book um, called Streampunks. Uh-huh. And I think in the first ten, it's it's a brilliant book by the way. It's how um, how YouTube changed the world or whatever, right? Okay. Um, but it talks about from like you know from the birth of television, from the birth of screens, we were always fed a program like you know your reg- your regularly scheduled program, uh-huh. right? You'd have the news at seven, you'd have EastEnders at seven thirty. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, kind yeah, of thing, yeah. and everyone would be tuned in at the same time. Yeah. You know, in front of their TV or whatever. And then early '90s, you had cable. You know, Sky you had all of the channels, Loads right? But channels. you had you still had to sit down yeah. at a certain time, yeah. you know. And did you watch? I don't know. Did you watch X Y Z on Friday night or what have you? Yeah, you know, there was that whole thing, right? Yeah. And then when you used to be able to record, remember, so you could record and watch it oh, in your own time. That was if you had the good. If you had the. If you had the real. Do you know what I mean? I wasn't. I wasn't afforded these sort of. I luxuries, did not have these I'm luxuries, afraid, my but dog. But this is, you know, this is the book sort of reference. Yeah, you know, and, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, so well, yeah, when you had the, your Sky or whatever, you could get all of the challenges, Sky Sports, and da 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 da. You feel uh-huh. like you have an abundance of choice, right? Yeah. But it's still at a regularly scheduled programming time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I think with the internet, what the internet has done is just said, all right, what do I want to watch? Okay, let me search that. Yeah, I wanna, yeah, yeah. I want to watch a cat on a trampoline. Let me watch, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Let me, like, shouts to Elsa, let me watch Panda Cam. Like, <laughs> Panda Cam? <laughs> it's just a live Dude. stream of, like, a panda in, like, a nature <laughs> reserve, bro. It's, like, just, <laughs> you know, the most ridiculous stuff. But it's, like, you can self-program if you want, do you know what I mean? And I think the the latest sort of battle, I think it is, is the social media apps for really kind of freeing us up because we feel like our feed is full of things that we want to follow and want to see, but uh-huh. it's still, we, it's still got a kind of, um, I don't know, some sort of hold over us. I feel. Yeah. Know? Talk on that. I mean, like in, in the sense of social media, actually, like, do you know what I mean? Both of us are kind of in the position where social media is part and parcel of our industry. Do you know what I mean? Both being in the musical entertainment industry, social media is like, it's inescapable. Do you know what I mean? I mean, even mm-hmm. as a regular person, like, I mean, I for one know that I, I wouldn't actually have, I probably wouldn't have Instagram if I didn't need it for my business operations, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, I've got a real love-hate relationship with it, man. Yeah, um, I mean, how how do you use Instagram? How do you use Facebook? Like, do you do you go on there looking for content? Like, do you, you know, what, what, no, what so, are you that's a, that? Yeah, that's a good point, actually, yeah. So I, I find that Instagram is good for inspiration and content. And yeah, I think if you go on there with intention... Uh-huh. I think I think intention is the important thing. If you go out of there, if you go on there impulsively and you're like your finger swipes three times to the you know the left and then <laughs> goes on Instagram, you've not even thought about it. That's yeah. where the problem lies because yeah. you end up spending ten minutes on Instagram and you can't even remember how you got there or what you know what I mean. Oh, I think dude. that's 
bizarre. Yes, yeah, so I think really if you bizarre. go on there with intention, again, if you go on there to promote a piece of work or share a piece of work or share a photograph or you know make a memory or capture a moment, all of that stuff's great. I think it's when you're getting on there, kind of dead scrolling or or kind of unconsciously, yeah, consuming mm. or yeah, mm. I don't know. Like I think that's the problem. It's it's mm. it's funny because. I think you and I are probably of an age where we kind of watched social media kind of emerge, do you know what I mean, rise, you know, maybe probably were quite fairly young when Facebook came out, but old enough to be like, to, to, to watch it grow from like quite an obscure thing. Um, do you I remember, remember Facebook before parents were on there, bro. Bro, do you, <laughs> do you, remember, do you remember Bebo? You remember yes, that? I did. I yeah. used to yeah, I used to make Bebo skins and charge people. Trust for me. Yeah, yes, yeah, hustling. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah, come on, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, you could customize that whole thing. That was a mad time. Um and I guess like if so for example, like if anyone if 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 you if we had some youngers listening to the podcast and mm. you know, I'm I'm very aware like my kind of perception of it is that maybe that you know, young people were kind of born with this in their hand. Like I'm not too separated from that generation, but I mean, what if you if you what advice would you give to social to people on social media in terms of like how to use it in a way that could be helpful for them? How to use it in a way that could help them get stuff done and be productive? I can't remember who said this quote, but I feel like it was Kanye West in a Zayn Lowe interview. Yeah, but Kanye West said, "Use your phone as you would a hammer. Mm. Use it to build and pick it up only when you need it." Mm. Mm. Yo, man, that's a mic drop right there. Trust your journey. Trust your journey. Trust your journey. That's a, that's, that's, that's Charlie that, stuff. Do you know what I mean? And, that's and Charlie it, stuff right there. Essentially, it is a tool. It is a tool for us to use, right? And I feel it has too much power over our psyche. It has too much power over our free will, I think. Mm. Um, and I think that's the problem. I think mm. the powers that it possesses are far greater than any of us have even yet potentially even realized mm. you know in terms of the connectivity right we are interconnected in seconds like mm. globally wherever you want to go right now pretty much right mm. are we utilizing that to the best of our abilities probably not mm. you know what are we are we of the collective mind yet no Mm. Are we are we potentially more divided than we've ever been, right? <laughs> <laughs> what? Bro, come on. You know what? It's bizarre. It really is bizarre, man. It's bizarre how uh I mean, for example, like look at look I think America's a brilliant example of that kind of level of division where there's like, you know, you've got a country with so much access to technology and infrastructure. Um mm. and mm. they're, you know, they're completely divided. And I wouldn't say that Britain is very far away from that. I I also think Britain's incredibly divided, you know. All these, you know, the, ref the, the EU referendums we've been having, how close these were, like the 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 hung parliaments we had this like in the last previous decade, like yeah, seeing weird things happen in this country, and I think in in a lot of the world. Yeah, man, there's a lot of healing needed, bro. A lot mm. of healing needed, you mm. know, mm. individually, collectively. Like, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's been a crazy time, man. But I feel like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I feel the best is yet to come still. Is it? Do you I have an optimistic like, yeah, view man, in general? I, I still think like there's there's light. I, I still have I still have a good relationship with faith, I suppose. Or, mm. or, or an ever improving relationship with faith, should mm. I say. Are you do do you, would you describe yourself as religious at all? Or like I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't. I'd say I'm deeply spiritual. I mm -hmm. believe in a higher power, a divine creator, whatever way you want to put it, you know. Um yeah. I think some of the beauty of life is exploring that question. 
Yeah. How? Why? Why? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, kids are always asking why, but why? But why? And they're told, "Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!" You always, know, I'm, right? all, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly asking why, but why? But why? You know, mm-hmm. what is the purpose of this? What is uh. the purpose of this action? Uh. Trust me, man. Like, to be honest, one of the, and one of the most human things I think in the world, stories. Like, that's a question mm. that they teach you to to ask that question relentlessly. Do you know what I mean, if you're writing a story, if you're creating a narrative and you're getting and you've got characters in your narrative and they're doing things, they need to have reasons for doing those things. Like humans don't just do stuff randomly. It might seem random to us or to, from the outside or inside. When you really take mm. a step back and look at the overall picture, like everyone's colliding and having all these interactions and they happen as a result of things. Do you know what I mean? People yeah. have spines, people have values that they're driving them to go do things. Do you know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. always a reason why. And you can almost, until, if you keep asking why, eventually you're going to get the root reason. But the first couple of times you ask that question, most of the time you're just scratching the surface. Do you know what I'm saying there? Yeah, I, and I, I don't think there is a a conclusive answer. Mm. You know, I think your why is forever changing, potentially. Mm-hmm. It's funny you mentioned like the, like the, the phrase like your why, as in like a person's why. Because... Um, that's something that I've I've learned about a little bit recently in terms of like defining that thing that drives you. Do you know, mm. do you, have you done that before for yourself? Have you ever sat down and been like, what is the reason that I do all of these different things? Because you're, you're quite a polymathematical person and since you do a lot of different Poly things. Polymathematical, you know. Come on, G. Come on. <laughs> e- eating thesauruses <laughs> for breakfast. Kind of, yeah, that's funny. Um, polymathematical, love that. Um, I'm constantly... I'm constantly exploring that, I suppose. What is my why? Why am I doing this? You know, I, I love to I love to help people. Mm-hmm. I love to heal people. Yeah. I love to uplift people. I love to empower people. Um I I love seeing collective moments of joy. Yeah. That that's a really important thing for me. Collective moments of joy. Individual joy when ninety nine people are sad doesn't inspire me at all. Uh-huh. Yeah, I explore this question a lot, bro. I spend a lot of time in my own head. <laughs> but yeah. That's too much time, you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, I guess, you know, you, you you love your astrology and all of that. But it, it, it's like, for me, there's a big link, I suppose, between um, the astro and the psycho, right. you know? Right, right, right. Um, there's a, a big link between the psychological and the sociological yeah. as well. The Massive, the, the internal reflects the, the, yeah, the internal reflects the external, the external reflects the internal kind mm. of vibe. Yeah. Um, I like exploring that concept. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, 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 I used to, I used to be very quick to blame mm. Mm. Or, or point fingers. And um, it's something that I'm very much practicing at the moment is reserve blame, reserve judgment. Yeah. Um, and and explore if any of what you are critical of exists within yourself. Yes, yeah. Something that actually my 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 business coach taught me was and has changed my whole f-ing mindset. I'm I'm gonna have to bleep out the swears. Has mm. changed my whole <laughs> has changed my whole mindset of how I respond to other people's actions. Is that um blame blame excuses and denial. It spells mm. bed. If you want to lie in bed all day, if you want to lie in blame, excuses and denial, you can do that and you're not going to go anywhere. When you take ownership, when you take accountability, when you take responsibility for the things that you do, 
when you really take ownership instead of saying oh i'm oh i'm sorry i was late you know my my bus wasn't on time you know mm-hmm. what you really could be saying is i'm sorry i wasn't late i didn't anticipate that my bus wouldn't be on time you know if you anticipated your bus would have maybe you would have predicted that maybe you could have got the earlier bus simple things yeah when yeah, you apply but that, they're so powerful, bro. So, so powerful. Changes everything, man. It really does. For real. It really For does. Real. You know, take ownership, really take, you know, ownership, accountability, responsibility. It spells or It spells or. Row your boat, man. Mm. Direct that. Direct that where you want it to go. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Honestly, like, a lot of people I see, you probably know this, notice the same. A lot of people I see kind of like waiting to be happy, you know? People are yeah. like, waiting like conditional happiness it's like oh i'll be happy when it's sunny outside or i'll be happy when i've paid off my credit card and so yeah. on and so forth you know it's it's a lot it's, it's I, f- I really do think it's corrosive to the soul because it's like it's it's like putting yourself in time out it's like now nah, you absolutely don't, don't deserve happiness yet and 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 again like i think i think the sun the sun thing is very interesting because i think Again, depending on how deep you go, you know, humans <laughs> intrinsically are supposed to kind of, you know, follow the sun or, or kind of, you know. So in the winter months, we are supposed to be slightly more isolated and, and uh-huh. almost like hibernating, right? Yeah. But I think when we're when we're expected to keep up the same level of productivity in the winter months as we do in the summer months, mm. that's the toxic aspect, mm. you know. It's something that I'm very much learning in myself and trying to design my life towards mm. is a summer heavy sort of period mm. um and kind of winter sort of seclusion or isolation mm. um very much going back into myself in the in the winter months yeah. you know spending a lot of time with family and my very closest ones but yeah, yeah i'm trying to kind of make that work <laughs> or, or at least explore that a bit yeah 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 Ref- almost like a reflection kind of period is what that sounds like kind of like a, a reflection and regrowth yeah i I think so man i think so i think um i've got a a, quite a strange relationship a complicated relationship with time Uh in that i'm very punctual i don't like letting people down if i say i'm going to be somewhere at a certain time or be there yeah but then i kind of sometimes i just zone out Uh do you know what i mean or Uh go into like a hyper focus or or Uh if i'm listening to music i can be lost in that Uh uh-huh Right, and, and, and then the relationship with time almost warps or changes. Uh-huh. Um, can't remember what my point was now, but... Um, <laughs> Literally what you were just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just getting just, lost, I think, just I think, getting um, lost, isn't it? Yeah, my relationship with time, yeah, going back yeah. to, I suppose, like the seasons and, and stuff like that. Right, 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 um, right. My relationship with time isn't so much, yeah, of a factor than my relationship, I suppose, with energy. Yeah. And kind of the elements and, mm. and, and nature and, and stuff like that. Like when the sun is out, I'm up, brother. I'm yeah. up. When it's cold, yeah. like it has been today, yeah. as well as the sun being out, I can get out, uh. but I don't have as much energy in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I understand that heat is also a factor to my energy, right? Um, went on a bit of a tangent then. So. Uh, I like <laughs> that, man. I mean, you think about it, we're like a little ball of rock that's like floating in, floating in a sea of nothing, right? And mm. the our illumination is a is a is a gigantic ball of flame, basically. That's like far far bigger than us. Do you know what I mean? I think you're pretty reasonable in assuming that it's 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 gonna have an impact on our lives. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do you know what I'm this saying? This is it. This is it. This is it. 
and you know even even sun and time it is it is um it is relational right they're with, inextricably linked with, with sundials yeah. remember like that's that's one of the earliest methods of telling the time yeah um, i mean what is a day defined as it's it becomes light then it gets dark and when it gets light again new day you know I don't know how um, turning the clocks back works on sundials, though, to be honest. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a tricky thing. <laughs> I don't know how that works. That's a tricky thing. It's, you know what? It's funny because I, my, my RE teacher, do you ever have RE in school? Yeah, like, I did, but I, did. I asked too many questions, bro. I, that's the problem. Bro, it's like the thing is, yeah, the reason I excelled in that class is because our teacher was actually spiritual. Like she was on a wave. Oh, like wow, she was on a wave and she got shunned for it. And I think that's kind of to be expected in, in a high school environment because mm-hmm. high schools are very, you know, schools are very much about indoctrinating youth and like getting them to all think, you know, like minded, which is why some and people pass don't. the exam. Exactly, exactly. Pass your grade and, and follow follow these instructions and learn to respect authority. Learn to anyway, I mean that's a whole nother that's a whole nother tangent. Right. Um <laughs> you know it, you know it. But it's like I think she uh, this my RE teacher pointed out to me that the day de- that the word day actually just mean meant period of time. You know, it okay. didn't mean twenty four hours. We've kind of created this like metric system of time being in hours and like months and years. I mean months months obviously being based around the moon and like other things, but you know, it's like we define a day in a very different aspect, you know, and we define like people work nine to five, you know, when mm-hmm. nine to five isn't always the way that, you know, where we should be. If we were agricultural out here, we would, we would be in winter. Do you know what I mean? We, you're not getting, you're not doing a nine to five in the winter. You mad. This is it, bro. This is it. And it's funny. I had a mentor who's, uh, you know, he's a community guy who's worked in the music industry, but he, last year he bought some land and basically set up a farm. Um, kind of returning to that sort of ag- agricultural lifestyle, man. Yeah. And I need to go. I need to go check him this summer, man. You got to come with me as well, bro, <laughs> because I feel like, um, yeah, he's a proper ass. Yeah, yeah. proper ass. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Man. Ben, ben Ryan, like, fat of the land. Yeah, he's um, yeah, proper brother, proper yeah. proper proper brother, like serious guy, man. Them kind of um, ital dudes. A, a real a real blessing in my life, man. Mad. Absolutely, okay. like uh, yeah. It's interesting what you're saying about days and, and, and yeah, days being a period of time, I suppose, and not constrained to 24 hours, you know, because, mm. yeah, in the summer months, again, when the sun's out, the days are longer, aren't they? Yeah. And, and in the winter, the days are shorter, so. Yeah, man. Yeah. And even, you know, you get closer to the equator. I think it's one of those, like, it's almost like a, a non, a, a, it's like an unwritten law that it's like people in warmer climates, there's, there's a different level of there's a different spirit to like pe- cultures that are forged in warmer climates do you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like this kind of like there's this kind of emotional uh emotional openness like uh like a love for a love for fun and celebration that i think yeah. sometimes you go into these kind of colder climates and you're like gee why is everyone in western europe so angry do you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know well, like there's, oh man, I, you know, I still hold the belief to this day that they all went colonizing because they were sick of their own land. <laughs> I still hold that. But yeah, I don't boy. Know. Yeah, I don't know. A, that's yeah, that's a whole other subject uh, again, as well, isn't it? Whole, but... <laughs> yeah, I'm just venting. I'm venting um, in a way. But I mean, yeah. in terms of like, in terms of time and things like that, like, are there things that you do you notice that you kind of that you're like you're like raw? I can't believe I I did that again. In terms of your time, like, do you? you sometimes look and be like oh i let something slip or like um little maybe because i I, you know me and me and time have a weird relationship with it's improving as i get older but i don't know do you have do you have frustration what are your frustrations with time i don't like charging people by time Uh uh-huh like by the hour sort of thing 
I hate that concept. Yeah. I hate it. Well, talk about it. Speak on it. Um, I, I like to charge people for my mind, for my ideas, for the weight of my ideas, for the impact of my ideas, right? Mm, mm, mm. When someone says, can you do this for me? What's your rate? All the, you're complicating it. It's like, how much do you value what you want me to do. Mm. Let's place a value on it. Let's negotiate that value. Let's, let's, I, I believe in deadlines. Yeah. 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 hundred percent. Because I think you have to, you, again, I, I believe in deadlines that move as well. Don't get But I feel like, I feel like deadlines, if you say you're going to do something by a certain time or a certain period, or, or, or it's going to take you a certain amount of time, you, it helps manage expectations. That's a really good point, actually, because I think a lot of people are locked into that kind of hourly wage format, which really is it's a very capitalistic idea. Do you know what I mean? Babylon system, mate. Bro, it's, it's, na- it's nasty, man. I can't, I can't do it. And and now we're we're discussing what a living wage is and what. Yeah, there's there's too much madness going on right now. They're printing so much money, mm. and people are arguing over eight pound an hour and nine pound an hour, and you can't buy a yard for less than. 200 grand yeah. soon like do you know what i mean it's yeah. like well so obviously we're talking about brighton but around the country you know yeah you might be able to buy a yard for 70 grand but then look at the the local economy it's yeah. shot to pieces yeah so exactly it's that. there's something's got to happen in that regard i don't have the answer there but i'm excited for the future and what that potentially holds because i think we're on the cusp of of some great great change mm. by force or by revolution or by you know what i mean i'm not sure by what i'm not sure how but it's how we're living is not sustainable um it's not how i believe we're supposed to be living it's not how i think the majority of people believe we're supposed to be living um but for some reason we we seem sort of bound by it so um yeah it's interesting Mm. (laughs) what if you if you had a way if you had a let's say let's say we got like we got the bobby decree right now and it's um and we in the with the discussion of like things like minimum wages and things like that if you had the chance to maybe say look we're going to radically change the system and you and people are like cool we'll accept what you've got to give here what kind of what what are you advocating for do you know what i mean what are you advocating for the people I don't know. Again, I think this is such a deeply complex subject and it's way above my head, my knowledge, my expertise. Yeah. I'm open to exploring ideas. Um, There's an idea that's almost kind of childlike called the Venus Project by a guy called Jack Fresco, which is just this incredible sort of like resource-based economy um, sort of design for life and, and society, which is very... Jetsons kind of futuristic <laughs> solar and, and, and water and wind and, and you know, renewables. Um, again, resource-based economy, which, which is what we used to go by. You know, our, the dollar was backed by gold. It was gold standard uh, up until the seventies, Yeah, you know, and, and now we have no, our paper is, isn't weighted by anything. We, no. We're printing more than ever. I think in 2020 America printed 25 percent of all the money it's ever printed what in a the? year wow. last year it's like you know wow. they're they're cr- yeah there's again someone please correct me if that's wrong but yeah. like the weight the rate that they're printing right now is 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 mad especially when it's not backed by anything yeah i definitely i definitely think there's like there's something wrong with with the idea of 
trading people their money, their uh, their time for money. It seems like mm. the most. It seems like the most. It it's literally just to extract a profit. It's to extract a profit from your time. It's like give me your time and I'll give you this much, so you can yeah. do whatever I want. Like I own you during this time. You know? Yeah, that, that that's what it feels like to me. And I don't know if that's because I've got, like I don't know, it's a trigger of kind of slavery or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if that kind of creeps into it. But again, I think I think that there should be a resource-based economy. I think, um, I think the gold standard was an appropriate way of doing it. I'm quite excited by crypto. I don't have enough expertise or, or real knowledge on it, to be honest. But mm. I'm excited by the potential of what crypto can do if it is backed by a resource potentially gold if that that concept really excites me to be yeah. honest yeah, yeah crypto yeah. backed by gold um yeah. would be whoa yeah, yeah i think that's the game changer man it's um, like this and i think yeah again people um getting control of their their currency and their finance again um i think there's too many hoarders and billionaires or whatever you know hoarders mm. of wealth and things like that so mm. yeah i'm not an expert on it i'm not an economist i know some of my friends are you know i get into this with them all the time yeah um, that's the benefit though of having friends in places that we're not do you know what i mean it's like you get to see other sides to these questions other sides to these equations you know mm-hmm. like the the, the it's the, it's a really it's a truly exciting time for the world right now do you know what i mean i do share your optimism there because it's like there's new tools coming out every day you know this is it, it and it's rational optimism yeah there's a, a a quote that i heard is why would we expect nothing but disappointment ahead of us if there's nothing but improvement behind us mm, yeah 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 and 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 that for me was boom that's look at that it. trajectory in it. Look at the line of best fit. Look at the gradient. Do you know what I mean? It's exactly. up in so many ways. Do you know what I mean? Poverty is at an all-time low. Yep. Even though yep. there's still 25,000 people. people a day are, are being lifted out of poverty, it's from my madness. understanding. Madness. Like It's not all doom and gloom, but I think there's another quote that I love, which is um, bad news hits heavy and, and good news hits soft kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're, yeah, good news happens very frequently bad news happens very suddenly mm-hmm. you know and, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden oh no it's bad like mm-hmm. you know um it's interesting though i think the, the funny thing about um good news and bad news is that like as humans we're so hardwired to know when to, to detect when things are going wrong so mm-hmm. hardwired because it's an evolutionary yeah. thing it's that survival animalistic instinct isn't it it's, it's fight or flight it's they're, they're tapping into your your yeah your animalistic nature almost yeah this it's it's a lot more it's gonna keep you alive a lot longer if you focus on what's what shouldn't be there than what should be there you know mm. if you're so carried mm. away with like oh yeah no the grain's looking blessed and you don't clock the fact that there's a tiger about to like rip you to shreds do you know what i'm saying like league <laughs> in the grass and that you're not gonna yeah. last long on the savannah my dog no, for real, for real. I hear that you have to be, you know what it is, but you have to be aware. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You have to be aware. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think enough people are aware. I'm, I'm, you know, you can use the word woke if you want. You can use the word awake. Uh-huh. You can use, you know, you can say we're going through an awakening right now. You yeah. can, You know what I mean? It, yeah. It's uh, very interesting times for a lot of people. And, you know, I know a lot of people are going through it, man. 
Yeah, yeah. It's it, we're living through a crazy period. It's great, bro. It's crazy. I, I actually can't get over it. You know, I, I'm trying to just do you know live every day as it comes right now, man. Yeah, bro. The word unprecedented gets battered about a lot. And, um, they were talking about it the other day. Um, um you know, the the emails. I hope this email finds you well in unprecedented times. <laughs> <laughs> so, bro, come on, man. I mean, I think to be honest, like the whole of history is unprecedented. When you look back at it, you know, the whole of history is unprecedented. Like, how are you supposed to? Pre- there are ways of predicting stuff, but at the same time, it's like, you know, there's there's so many events that are going to come that you might. Okay, let's say you get a year's heads up that on the, on a coronavirus pandemic, that's a mm. lot that you could, that one person can do for sure. But it's like, gee, in the space of like human existence, yeah, what is one year? It's nothing, man. It's nothing. Nah. The whole of history is unexpected. Um, but you know, that's it. You just got to be. You got to have that optimism. Look for the good things. You know, look be for the good. Be optimistic and expect the unexpected. The only thing you can guarantee in life is change and death. That's the only thing. That's the mm-hmm. only thing you can. And, yeah. and, and do you know what I mean? And is, what is death if not change? It's just a change of state. Well, death is, a, is an interesting subject, man. I think about my funeral all the time. Yeah, I, I feel like my life is just preparation for my funeral. You yeah. know, it's, it's um, maybe a dark way of thinking. You know what I mean? But I'm like, <laughs> no, nah, my funeral is going to be the waviest, craziest, like what? You better be dancing at my funeral. These yeah, are the tunes a good that time. I want there. Like, having a you better good be having time. a good time. Yeah. And there better be a lot of people there as well. Dance and laugh Do you know what I mean? That's like, I don't know what that is in me. But yeah, I think we used to, I think as, as humans, as society, we used to talk about death a lot more and sex a lot less. Whereas, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. now everyone's just getting their batty out on the gram. Yeah. And, 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 and they're afraid to die, you know. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, You're having a good time, isn't it? You know. And again, do pretty, each to their own, man. Live your live your truth, live your freedom. Like, I don't, mm. I'm not here to tell anyone how to live their life or, or mm. what to be afraid of or not. But, you know, life doesn't frighten me and death doesn't frighten me, ultimately. Mm-hmm. It's a story. The whole thing's a story, man. And it's like, mm. death, death is just it's just one of the it's the closing of a chapter do you know what I mean there could be yeah, a whole lot of stuff brother, coming real, after man. that and, and that's what it feels like and sorry to cut you but it, it's it's something that has come up for me a lot recently is this sort of narrative right control your narrative own your narrative you are mm. the writer of your own movie you're the director of your own movie you are the screenwriter you know you are the main yeah. actor you oh, yeah. are you know you are the, you, do you know what I mean and and it's a really interesting concept, again, that I'm kind of exploring at the moment in terms of, like, creating your own narrative. You know, I do f- I do increasingly feel like life is kind of self- self-fulfilling, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, it's a prophecy. There's, there's things that have happened in my life and in, in that are just so unexplainable that, uh, yeah, I just can't even begin to explain it, you know, just the, the mystic and the magic. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big believer in that, you know, write your own script, uh, control your own narrative. Yeah, along those lines, along those lines, then, um, and I, I, I really, I, I believe in the power of this question I'm about to ask. What is, what is your, what is your perfect day? You know, if you wake up, you've got, and you're, you're fully in control. Everything that you want to happen is going to happen in this day. You know, what, what is that? You know, what, what, what are you waking up? How, what are you doing? How are you starting everything? I feel like I'm eating some good breakfast, some nice fruit. Or, you know, yeah, some nice, fresh, fresh food, fruit. It's sunny. Um, I'll meditate in the sunlight. Ooh. That'd yeah. be beautiful. Yeah. Um, I would exercise, again, out in the sun, hopefully in warmth. 
sun on my back, sweaty. Mm. Uh, come back, cold shower, or just dump in, jump in the sea. Ooh. Beautiful, boy, beautiful. Then I'd probably, you know, this, this, I'd try, what I'd like to do, if the ideal day would be a summer's day, so the sun would rise about 6 a.m., mm-hmm. and I'd do all of this stuff maybe before 8 a.m., mm-hmm. and then... Early rise. Yeah, early rise kind of vibe. That This is an ideal, you know, something, like, again, I'm striving towards, but <laughs> um, yeah, all of that kind of before 8 a.m., and then, you know, start to plot out the day ahead. You know, you write your to-do list, write your, your list of tasks and, and, and your intention. And and something I'm actually doing is starting to write that the night before. So you kind of wake up with it and you're, you're already ready to go, which is something I'm exploring at the moment. But, um, you know, write my list of stuff to do today. And then I just go out and spread joy, bro, and, and see happy faces and make people laugh and, and go to a gig in the evening and eat a nice home-cooked meal with my girl or go to a restaurant, you know, um, celebrate with people, create with people, collaborate. Uh-huh. Yeah, collaborate, inspire, uplift, be inspired, you know. All them good things, Doug. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's uplifting, G. That's uplifting, yeah. G. I yeah, love that. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Go to bed with my belly full and give thanks, you know yeah. what I mean, for a day that's just passed, like, you know. Gratitude, do you know what I mean? It's a must. It's a must. Honestly, man, and I think you know that you hit a really good, um, a good practice that I I definitely encourage anyone who's listening to follow. And that is like set your intention, set your plan. You know, like I'll plan, I'll plan my week on a Sunday, and it's kind of like set. So like every day, it's like I've got you know a couple tasks on a board, and I'll just check it. I just open my journal. I check it in the morning, and it's like cool. That's my direction. That's my course. And it's like, I always try and leave myself like a little bit of flexibility, a bit of freedom, because like you said about deadlines, man, things need to change sometimes, you know, you need to have a bit mm. of flexibility there. But honestly, man, spreading joy, spreading joy and building. That's what I took away from your perfect day. Yeah, man. And, and you know, yeah, uplifting people, healing people, you know, it's, it, yeah. life isn't perfect. There's no sunshine without rain. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? All of that as well. But it's... You know, I, I do feel like I have the ability to kind of uplift and encourage and, and gas people up. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, the rain yeah. gives the sunshine its warmth. You've got to have that. You've got to have that contrast. You really, really do. Exactly, man. You exactly. Really, really Just so do. you can appreciate it. Honestly, man. Honestly, it's true. It's true. What a perfect way to end it, my G. What a perfect my way brother. to end it. Yeah, I really enjoyed this, man. Really man, enjoyed this. It's Big a up. pleasure. It's thank you uh, a lot for coming on. I really do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I appreciate you, man. And yeah, kind of thought provoking questions. And and you know, I feel like we could do this again, and we probably should do it again because I feel like yeah, we could we could still explore some more. You know, and I like that. Maybe when we're out of this lockdown or whatever, we can we can you know see what see see what happens. Oh, it'll be it's it's yeah the the foretold time, the promised land. Yeah man. Yeah, yeah man we'll get there big it's, love brother it's it's a blessing it's a blessing yeah thank you so much um i'm excited for the world to hear you know what i mean to hear the conversation um blessings blessings you got dinner on the, you got dinner on the way we're gonna do sausage and mash tonight mate and oh, then we're gonna stick the football one bangers yeah, and mash yeah, bit yeah. footy <laughs> <laughs> yes lads that's how we're doing it today brother whack it on that's the box mate whack the on the box get the footy on the yeah. box rather this is it, mate. On the Love laptop, it, illegal yeah, streaming that, but oh, I was quite them, man. Ah, yes. While I go on the VPN. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. Thank you so much for listening all the way through. Uh, I know you enjoyed it because you're still here. 
so uh, hit that follow button and you'll get notified when the next episode drops which at the moment is the second Thursday of the month also a big thank you to our editor for the series Ty Harrison because you're so close to my heart and one of my priorities is to make your life better i want you to do something for me i want you to screenshot this podcast tag me on instagram and tell me what your biggest learning was from the conversation you just heard which could be anything could be absolutely anything whatever you've learned i'll share you on my story you can have 24 hours of fame how is that for a good deal? Honestly, come on. And uh, maybe even drop you a little DM as well. We'll see. I really look forward to hearing from you. I'm sending you peace. I'm sending you love. And I'm reminding you above all, to always trust your journey. <laughs>